And good afternoon, everybody. Welcome back to Mining Stock Daily. A little post-market commentary this Tuesday afternoon. But before we get to our special guest today, just running through some numbers. Uh, gold sitting at $1,735 futures basis. A nice little green day today for gold. Uh, silver as well had a, is having a green day at $17.63 an ounce futures basis. The miners, however, a little bit of a sell-off per the GDX. GDX was down over 2.5% to 3263 GDXJ down more than 3.5% to 4346 So a little bit of a sell-off in the miners. Uh, but we are going to talk a little Osprey Gold with our friend Mr. Cooper Quinn, who's the president of Osprey. It's been a little while since uh, Cooper's been on the show, but we have a little bit of some commentary we need to get to as far as Osprey's merger with Maguma. So, uh, Cooper, welcome back to the show. Thanks for having me, Trevor. It's good to be here. Uh, so, you know, there hasn't been a whole lot of news. In fact, you were kind of joking before we press record that uh, you've done very little geology as of late and spent more time with, uh, you know, accountants and lawyers. So <laughs> I guess that's the <laughs> other side of the business, does. right? Yeah, certainly that's true from uh, from my perspective. You know, we have out uh, on the ground in Nova Scotia, uh, we haven't been, we haven't had any, you know, massive news coming out on the exploration side of things. But I don't want to say that we're not doing any geology because we are uh, we are certainly doing some work out there on the ground. Um, but yeah, myself personally, it's been uh, lawyers and accountants and transfer agents and uh, and all that kind of stuff. What have you learned through this whole process here, Cooper? Um, if you're going to do a process like this, make sure you're lucky like me and have a good team around you uh, the first time you do it. Certainly, this has been a huge learning process for myself. You know, I've been involved in uh, transactions before, but I've never been kind of the one uh, coordinating stick handling and everything like that. And so we've got a you know a few key people that have been uh, been around me and with the Osprey team for a while that have been really, really key to that. And having um, them on board has been just really vital to making sure this transaction is a success. And just, you know, ultimately that knowing the logistics and how everything needs to get done and in what order and stuff like that. Uh, The transaction is basically a two for one, uh, two shares of Osprey for one share Maguma. Um, You did announce last week that there is a definitive agreement in place and signed and underway. Uh, what you know? What's the significance of this, and what are the next steps with this uh, with this merger? Yeah, so you know, earlier in the year we announced uh, that we had an non-binding uh, LOI with on a the transaction here, and basically same commercial terms as the definitive here. Um, you know, difference being now we're we're really locked into this, and we're really tied to it. And there's penalties if uh, either party decides to back out, and we're. I mean, realistically, we were both really committed to pushing this thing through to the finish line because we see the benefits for, I think, both companies' shareholders there. But so next steps for us here will be um, Osprey will have to have a special meeting for our shareholders who will be eligible to vote on the transaction here and whether or not they want to see it uh, consummated. And so really just uh, for us right now, it's prepping information circulars and management circulars and stuff like that, getting ready for uh, for that special meeting and trying to you know, ensure that our shareholders understand and see the value and feel like voting yes on the transaction, which so far, um, I mean, I think response from our shareholders has been generally good. And when is that meeting scheduled to take place? We don't have a specific date for it yet, but we will announce it via news release uh, as soon as we possibly can here. And so that'll be the next kind of, 
big transaction piece of news for investors to watch out for is the that meeting date. Okay, and it, we we should know that um, relatively soon. Uh, I thought I'd be curious to kind of get your your thoughts on this idea, but we've seen some. Um, M and A type of activity take place throughout the junior sector. Obviously, uh, some you know we even seen some bidding wars for <laughs> projects that uh, we didn't think we'd ever see bidding wars for, and, and we've seen the Chinese companies uh, move in and, and buy projects as well. Uh, but just from my observation, there, a lot of this M and A isn't coming with as much of a premium as a lot of shareholders and, and investors and speculators in this in this in resource and in the resource industry would expect, um, you know, with given the experience that you have with this merger with Maguma, um, do you think, uh, you know, expectations are a little high right now to get those big premiums or, uh, you know, what would you say to shareholders who are expecting, you know, bigger premiums than what we're seeing on the market? I think it's it's important to keep in mind kind of the broader context of the market here. And while um, certainly gold's doing quite well, and I think everyone in our sector is feeling relatively positive these days, um, that you know, thing we're still not at um, you know those the, the highs of the TSXV and the GDX and the GDXJ um, that we had a few years ago. And so keeping that in mind, and that you know these deals that get done now, um, you know, and tooting our own horn a little bit here, it can really bring the value then when that market does start to really take off. Um, and I don't know how much you know investors should be expecting those huge premiums or giant cash deals or anything like that in anything but the very peak of, uh, of a bull market. And you know, a lot of those deals in retrospect, while they may have been, they were probably nice for some of the shareholders at the time, um, ultimately were damaging to some of the companies that did them, you know, thinking of some of those big you know, look at, you know, think of the $7 billion deals done at the peak of the market over the past couple of cycles there. And ultimately, not all those uh, acquirers ended up looking brilliant, whereas some of the ones that got done uh, down here in the, a little bit lower down in the market, uh, shareholders did quite well. Uh, you know, assuming all is well and this, uh, this merger takes place, I mean, what is your role going to be with Maguma? Or what's the plan to be with your with you, uh as a uh, participant, you know, or an employee or however uh, with Maguma going forward? Yeah, right now, um, you know, we've, we've got a good relationship with the Maguma team there. Um, so we'll be taking some seats on the board there. Uh, there's at least two of those that are available to us per the terms of the definitive agreement there. Uh, and that's the same as it was with the with the LOI as well. As I said, most of the, you know, the, com- the broad commercial terms stayed the same between the two documents. Uh, the plan will be for, you know, a mix of our two management teams. Um, we don't have an exact uh, title for everyone yet. I don't think we're a team. Either one of our teams is really caught up on titles at the end of the day. Either um, we know that you know some of our technical team, myself included, will be involved in management going forward. Uh, some of their you know kind of management and IR and stuff like that will be involved going forward. Is probably a little bit of their technical team as well. They've got a good uh, good technical team out there in Nova Scotia. So we don't have titles yet, but it's not something that we're you know, that's not the hill we're going to die on. We all just want to make sure that uh, the entity has the strongest team that it can going forward. And that'll involve a mix of both parties and whatever it says on my business card at the end of the day, I'm not too worried about it. (laughs) Well, you're going to be going from the TSX Venture Exchange to the Canadian Securities Exchange. Is there any level of complexity 
moving your shares from one exchange to another marketplace? It's not too bad. Um, you know, ultimately, it's it's been an interesting conversation because when we started this, um, you know, two years ago or even less than that, maybe eighteen months ago, if you told me, you know, well, yeah, we should be trading on the CSE, I would have kind of laughed at you. And I don't want to say venture listing listed companies look down on the CSE, but you know, it's known for being a little bit less regulated, having a little bit less reporting, and all this kind of stuff. And now, really, I think we're seeing a CSE being picked up by more and more and more trading platforms, and it's really kind of gotten to be an actual competitor to the the venture exchange there. And so, I'm quite interested to uh, to see what it's like being over on the CSE and looking forward to it. To be to be honest, and I think the the actual process and the mechanics of crossing over aren't uh, particularly onerous. So, the switch itself will be fairly easy. And actually, I think I'm I'm looking forward to being a CSE listed vehicle. I thought I might ask you about uh, Nova Scotia. And it sounds like there's a little bit more action as far as exploration plays uh, and companies in Nova Scotia. Do you think you could kind of fill us in with any uh, updates and significance you're seeing out of Nova Scotia that, uh, you know, speculators might be be wanting to spend some time paying attention to? Yeah, there's quite a bit going on out there in Nova Scotia. And, you know, I think there's a few other companies that uh, investors would do well to take a look at. And one of which I think is uh, is very different geologically than, um, you know, the traditional Maguma host deposits out there in Nova Scotia. But it's a very interesting story, I think, is Northern Shield Resources and their Shotrock Gold property. And it's a, you know, more of an epithermal style project, low sulfur, sorry, high sulfidation epithermal Um I think it's really interesting to take a look at in terms of the exploration potential in Nova Scotia because it's a discovery that they're making that was a couple hundred meters from the Trans-Canada Highway. And I think that kind of shows just the amount of exploration and discovery left out there in what, when people think of in their heads, maybe is, you know, a really well-trodden area, but it just hasn't seen enough modern exploration. So Northern Shield, I think, is an interesting one. And then there's a couple other companies working in the Maguma as well. Um, Anaconda Mining is a small junior mining company, primarily based in Newfoundland, but they have a project uh, called Goldboro that they're looking to put into production in uh, in the same rocks near one of our uh, properties called, it's near Goldenville and Lower Seal Harbor. And then Aurelius Minerals has acquired, uh, through a deal with Sprott, um, an ex-producer called the Dufferin. Um, and I think they're going in there with a very different attitude than some of the prior operators and uh, trying to do the real exploration and legwork that needs to get done on that project um, before putting it back into production, whereas the, the previous couple of attempts have kind of gone in there without enough information, without enough res- reserves ahead of them. and blown up a little bit, but Aurelius is going in with a pretty different mindset. So that's one that people should take take a quick look at uh, as well. It's it's an interesting area for sure, um, but those are kind of the main other players in the region. And, you know, we, we talk to them, we see what's going on, and it's it's a friendly competition because we know that uh, success for one is, is good for the others. Yep, very good. All right, Cooper, I appreciate your time. We're going to keep this short and sweet and let you get back to uh... – you know, the important paperwork I'm sure you have. <laughs> I'm going to go back to reviewing some information circulars. So looking forward to it, Trevor. And um, thanks for the time. And we'll talk to you soon. Cooper Quinn, president of Osprey Gold, trades on the TSX Venture with the symbol OS and on the OTCQB with OSSPF.